Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So, I'm going to give you a warning here before you even get into this video, a couple, a couple of big warning. One, this is going to fall into the category of the, uh, the how to be a better man and attract women category. If you don't like that one, turn off the video, okay? Uh, if you do like it, you might want to check out the playlist and, and see. I know some of you are very divided on this. It's fine. You don't have to watch these. It doesn't insult me. I'm, I'm trying to help the people that need the help with this. And some of you could care less or you totally disagree. Totally fine. Second warning I'm going to give you is this going to be a long ass video. <laughs> and what, what, why is this going to be a long ass video? Because I'm going to read a long ass email and then I'm going to give a response to this. And I thought about this for a little bit, whether or not I should even respond, but I feel like this is a pretty interesting story. It's kind of funny and entertaining and it's, I've, uh, it's anonymous, but I think there's some good lessons and, and some good psychology and understanding to be gained from this story. And I also feel like it'll make some of you out there feel a little bit better to realize that you've still got a lot of time and a lot of life and some people have situations that are worse than yours. Some, some are better, some are worse, right? So anyway, that's the caveat, right? So if you're watching this video right now, if you don't turn this shit off, <laughs> uh, it's your, your fault, right? So don't, don't be hating on me just because you watch a video that I warned you that it was going to be long and that it was going to be on this topic. So if you want to just watch programming videos or whatever, totally cool. We're still friends. I'm not upset at you. I'm not mad at you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not a big deal. So anyway, I'm going to get into the, I'm going to read you the email. I think it's kind of an entertaining story. But uh, yeah, you can be the judge here. So this is actually like a part two of an email because the first part I'm not going to read, although it was, it was arguably pretty good and had some good questions. Maybe I'll read it at a different time. Anyway, uh, email goes, hello, John. Thanks for taking the time to respond to my previous email. I have went through the playlist you sent me. I sent him that this playlist here, the, on 
being a better man and attracting women. Uh, and I plan to watch it again so that the material really sinks in. Right now, my main goals are to get back into fitness and do the eye contact and saying hi to people in the mall exercise. Good, that's awesome. I'm also moving out of my parents' place. Second attempt in four years. I had various periods of unemployment at the end of the month, so I think that will help me grow a lot. I also plan to make a video reel of some parts of the videos that I found the most moving so that I can use it to give me hope. I'm gonna interject on this since this is a long email here. So good job, this is awesome. Definitely want, to, want you to move out of your parents' house. And uh, that's a good idea of making, if you do make a video reel, if anyone's interested also in just taking like the best of kind of these videos and kind of putting it together as a montage or whatever, uh, I would totally, if, if a really good one, if you put together a real good one, I would totally release it and promote it and give you a lot of credit for that. So, you know, you gotta be, it has to be really good though. I have extremely high standards for something like this, but I think that could be helpful. Anyway, let's go on. Uh, I would also like to get your pers perspective on what I'm currently going through in my personal life. By the way, feel free to share this in a video if you want to in case it can help someone else. So I've got permission, that's why I'm reading this. Okay, here's a bit uh, more of my background. I am 31 and a virgin. Uh, I come from a very strict Christian religious background slash family and have very little experience with women. I was shamed and physically disciplined for actions I took with girls when I was a kid. Okay, this is interesting. And I think a lot of, you know, I'm interjecting here, a lot of you who are watching this video and listening have had this similar experience and that's why you're where you're at. And, and maybe not, shamed or physically disciplined, and maybe it wasn't necessarily actions, it might have been thoughts, it might have been like, you know, picking up a Playboy, or you might have even just been trained by your parents to say, make sure you wait until you get married, make sure that you, you know, and, and kind of sometimes um, uh, from coming from the kind of feminist type of, you know, mothers who are, who are, who are coming out of the, the, the male uh, macho type of, will try and, and encourage their sons to be n nice boys, nice gentlemen. And by doing that, they will ingrain the same type of thinking, which we'll get to in a little bit. You can see how this exists. But I wanna, for those of you who are listening to this, that you could kind of possibly relate to this and see that this, it's not just a physical discipline. Okay, so he says that caused me to repress part of myself and live in fear. Okay, very astute, that's very true. Um, I've become a very nice guy and suffered the consequences of such behavior ever since in all aspects of my life. I did a video on being a nice guy. You can see why this is a bad thing here, but it can be changed, but it's good that you've recognized this, right? So he's recognized that he has become a very nice guy. Again, I'm saying that's a bad thing. If you're curious about that, check out the video. But, uh, it, but yes, okay, so let's go on. I wanted to change, but guilt, thoughts of impurity, and other beliefs really had a hold on me. Uh, do you have resources to help with these? <sighs> I don't really have resources to help with these. I don't, I don't, not that I can think of, right? I mean, ultimately, it's just as a shift in, in mindset, right? If you're dealing with guilt and thoughts of impurity, you're gonna have to, just shift your mindset and that's going to come from reading a lot of 
books that uh, self-acceptance books, right? Things like uh, maybe the power of of now that might help some, you know, I think uh, toxic shame uh, is mentioned in that book by Eckhart Tolle. Good, good book that that might help. Maybe I'll give you that resource to start with. That's because it's a pretty good book overall. Okay. Um, I have a somewhat active social life theater, couples dancing, but no one knows of my internal struggles. Um, I feel like I do all my activities to keep negative feelings at bay. That could be good and it could be bad, right? You gotta deal with some of these uh, feelings, but but it's good that you're trying to stay positive, right? You can definitely, there's no reason to dwell in, in sadness and sorrow like so many people do sitting at home. This is good, so this is good, right? Uh, they are a distraction, but I think doing something is better than sitting at home hating my life. That's what I just said, I agree. Uh, however, I wanna take action that I feel resolves slash improves the issues that I'm facing as opposed to distracting me from them. Good, this is really good. So this is, again, this is why I'm reading this email is because it wants it, you know, he wants to take action here. Don't know his name. <laughs> a few years ago, I got into self-help, started therapy, and started to work on myself. I'd looked at PUA, that's pickup artist material in the past, but I knew that it was just a bandage to the problem I faced with women and that it was not the answer. Good, this is something that I say a lot, especially in these video series, is because yes, I could teach you some of that stuff and some of it I do, right, as I'm talking through this, but I don't want to give you a bandage. I want, I want you to solve the problem of, you know, of having social anxiety. I want you to solve the problem of having the wrong mentality of not, uh, not identifying with your masculinity and, and living your life for other people and putting women on a pencil and all this stuff and having one-itis before you do any kind of PUA stuff. I'm not totally against PUA stuff. It's totally fine. It works. It's legitimate, right? I mean, and you should know about it, but don't do that until you solve these other problems first. This is what I'm telling you guys. You know, some of you don't want to listen, but this is important. I'm glad that uh, this gentleman here understands that and has pointed this out. So just a good lesson here. So, uh, so he says, uh, to make a long story short, I needed something that was more holistic. Good. I had tried talking to women in the past, but nothing happened. I found Corey Wayne on YouTube and his material resonated with me. Uh, Corey Wayne, I'm, I'm so-so on him. I, I think he's got a lot of good stuff and uh, I read one of his books. I thought it was okay. Uh, I felt like it was, some of his stories I felt like could possibly be fabricated. I don't know the guy, I don't know, you know, so I'm not gonna, this is just my opinion on it, but it seemed like he was giving some pretty good advice, so I'm not gonna knock him, I'm not gonna knock someone who's out there giving advice and helping people, that's, you know, their thing. So if you like him, you know, check him out. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll even link to his channel, why the hell not, right? I mean, might as well, like, go check it out and, and see what you think, you know? I think he, you could definitely benefit from, from what he says. The stuff that he says is, is pretty much, I pretty much agree with right on. So uh, he talks about a lot of, like, guy stuff, relationship stuff, becoming a better man, really. So, you know, I think, you know, honestly, me and him probably s speak somewhat similar messages. So, anyway. Applying what he teaches, I met a woman early 2015 and asked her out. This is where the story gets good. End of summer 2015. It took me a while to ask her out because I was not sure how I felt towards her in the past when I was, quote, interested in a woman or liked one. It was from an unhealthy place. 
This is interesting, from an unhealthy place. So I'm going to say, and I could be wrong here, that what you're referring to is from a sexual place. And that is the healthy place. It's not the unhealthy place. This is where your religion and your kind of, um, you know, you're, you're thinking, this is where you did get messed up, is thinking that it's from an unhealthy place. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> a lot of nice guys, a lot of, you know, trying to be nice guys because they think that that's a special attribute and they're going to be different from other guys by being nice and not sexualizing women. I try to do this and they say, oh, I can't have these bad thoughts. And here's the thing, right? These guys that do this, a huge percentage of them, and I know that some of it may be you, right? That's fine. Let's not be embarrassed about this. They watch a lot of porn and, and, and masturbate a lot. And it's because what they've done is they've separated this out. They've said, okay, here is, uh, you know, love and here is sex and these are separate things. And that's not healthy at all. That is not, and that is, and a lot of guys think that that's what women want. They want a cuddly, cuddle bear and then, then you get sex, you know, that's, that comes out of love. No, no, not, sorry. That's just, like, you can think that that's how it works and you can hope that that's how it works, but that's not how biology works. Women are attracted to aggressive, some dominant guys really that take what they want, that are not afraid of sexuality and to express their sexuality and, 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 and show it. And, you know, not being a, you know, don't take them the wrong way. It doesn't mean being a, you know, a spooky, you know, sleazeball, like, uh, hey baby, what's going on? Would you like to ride on my pony? Nothing like that, right? It just means that you're comfortable with it and you can show your desire and you're not trying to, you're not trying to appear non-threatening or, you know, disarm yourself, right? You're, you're, you're being who you are and that's part of it. You're an integrated person. So there's a big confusion with that. By the way, you know, you'll know if this is you, if you do this, if you have compartmentalized, if you have basically said, okay, there is the, 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 the women I objectify for sex purposes, which I do through porn and masturbation. And then there's the women that I love and that I write romantic letters to and, and all this stuff. And you might think that that's right, but that is why you, uh, you know, don't mean to insult you, but that is why you're a virgin and loveless and hate the world is because you've done this and you've basically desexualized, polar, depolarized yourself and you can't attract shit, right? You're demagnetized. You're not going to attract anything that way. And you're, and that's just, you're trying to, you know, change the way that uh, human sexuality and love works to fit a model that you created, not the reality of the situation, right? So if that is you and you're struggling with the masturbation pornography part of that, check out the video I did on masturbation and pornography. We don't have to be embarrassed about these things. We can talk about them and maybe that will give you some help with that aspect because you're going to have to cure that aspect in order to reintegrate, right? In order to become whole again and view this correctly. So anyway, let's, uh, let's move on here. This is where the story gets a little bit interesting. So he says here to do, do, okay, from an unhealthy place, the quote, love or feelings I had for them were in a place of inferiority. Again, think about this inferiority you can just see how this mindset is. And you know, a lot of you are relating to this. This is not the correct mindset. It's not healthy. 
with all the reading and work I had done on myself, I wanted to make sure I was not coming from a place of lack. Now that's good, okay? I decided to go for it with this particular woman because I saw her every now and uh, then over a period of a few months and I decided that I better do something else or, or, or else I'll regret it. Good, that's a good motivator. Yes, good, awesome, you took action. Perfect, you know, if you've gotten a book from me, you know that I love when people take action, all right. This was a new experience for me as this woman was the second woman I have been on a date with my entire life and the process was so easy with her, okay? We had a few more dates, but the night we had our first makeout session, I put an end to the session without having sex with her because I did not feel right, I was not enjoying it. I didn't feel like I knew her and I didn't want to lose my virginity under such circumstances. Am I making a big deal out of this? So, again, I'll interject because this is really long here. So, okay, yeah, dates, making out. Um, here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you when you should or should have sex with someone or, you know, and you can have, you know, your, your moral beliefs and views on that totally fine. You know, whatever you believe on that, I'm not going to try and sway you one way or the other on this. But what I am going to say is, again, that choosing to making it, if you make a decision like this based on a moral principle, right, religious belief, totally fine. Okay, that's, that's totally fine. But if you make it based on, on this situation, which was that, uh, that he said that it did not feel right, he wasn't enjoying it, right? This is kind of a guilt thing. I feel like I didn't know her and I didn't want to lose my virginity under such, such circumstances. You're kind of missing it, right? It, it, this is the whole excitement. This is the whole kind of thing. It's like, that's not a prerequisite. Like, again, this is coming back to that compartmentalization. And that's why, why I'm, I'm kind of hitting on this point is like, you know, are you making a big deal out of this? Yes, this isn't a big deal. Like you, you're again, trying to, you've got things in reverse order, right? You've, you've basically like, you want to have the, the snuggling before the, the sex, the sex, the, the suddenly happens afterwards, right? I think, you know, he mentions Rollo Tomasi. I think he said that in one of his books. But anyway, that's the thing, right? So you're, you've compartmentalized this. You again, you can probably see how you've done this and how, like, you weren't feeling comfortable. You stopped the the, per, the natural progression, not because of a religious or moral thing, which which would be fine, but because you didn't feel comfortable because you weren't, you know, soulmates yet, and that's that's harmful because you you, you know you, instead you go home, you look at porn and jack off. And you're like, but that's okay because I kept this woman pure, right? Because she's like this, this super pure, you know what I'm saying? For those of you, some of you are like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, John. And some of you are like, yeah, yeah, that's how I do it, <laughs> right? I, I get it, right? I understand that's how you do it. Don't do that. That's wrong. That doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. There's no such thing. I'll tell you, there's no such thing as a quote, good girl. You know, she's gonna be promiscuous at some point. Like, you just, you, you've got it in your head wrong. You're putting on a pedestal, you're separating out these, these parts. Not good, okay, let's go on. Um, is it, it is wrong slash not adapted to reality to want to have a good mental feeling about the situation before losing my virginity? I don't know, I mean, you know, honestly, 
they don't try to make everything align perfectly in your life and your sex life and your relationships. Just you just got to go with the flow to some degree, right? This is not just going to happen exactly how you planned it. It's not going to be the super romantic thing. You need to stop thinking that way. Okay. Um, I could not understand why I was not enjoying it. Eventually, as I got to know her better, making out with her gradually felt better. Okay, that's good, but again, you know, uh, so I'll just keep going. He says, the interesting thing is that this week I came across the following passage in the book, The Rational Male by Rollo Tomasi. By the way, a really good book. I, I highly recommend it for, for you guys that are struggling with some of this. I think he can kind of open up your eyes a little bit. So Rational Male by Rollo Tomasi. Um, Comfort and trust are post-orgasm conditions. Anxiety, arousal, and sexual urgency are pre-orgasm conditions, and both have their own unique hormonal signatures. So this is what he quoted from that book. Totally agree, and that's what I was saying about the the whole teddy bear thing. Um, Did I try to put the cart before the horse uh, by uh, wanting to be more connected with her? Yes, that's exactly what you did, right? The connection is gonna come more so after, right? Again, you know, barring religious and moral viewpoints, you know, in general, this, that's what you do. That's why I talk more about the compartmentalization because I'm not gonna try and convince you to go against something that you think is ethically wrong or morally wrong, that's fine. But you gotta still, even if you think that, you still have to change your mindset. You still have to not depolarize, not desexualize, uh, you know, you can abstain, but you've got to be, you've still got to be that guy, right? You've still got to be capable of that and not coming off as a cuddly teddy bear. If you're doing that because you want to be friends and be a cuddly teddy bear first, you're going to kill all the romantic interest, right? Because that is not what gets a woman fired up. Right, and that's not how the world works. You want it to work that way. Don't confuse what you want things to be with what they are, okay? This is really, really important in all areas of your life. Too many people do this. They confuse what they, what they want things to be in, in what they are. If you observe some, something happening, right, and, and, you don't, and, and you don't like it, a lot of times you try to say that it's wrong. No, that's reality. You have to adapt to reality, okay? So, let's go on here. <laughs> it's, still, it's a little bit left here. A f- it gets good, I promise. A few dates slash weeks later, while making out, I asked and found out that she has herpes. That's right. I can't make this shit up. All right. <clears throat> I got books on it, and they uh, more or less said that sex was okay as long as you took certain precautions, but that the, there was no 100% guarantee that I won't get anything. True. Man, that sucks. 31-year-old virgin, only went out on two dates, second girl you dated, herpes. There you go. Uh, but there's a, there's a high percentage, so which, which I think he'll get to in the email. But... Okay, so that's fine. You know, a little surprise there. Um, so then he says, over the next few weeks, we continued to fool around and things progressed gradually and we we're on our way to making love until I started having tingling sensations on my crotch. I'm not making this shit up. This is, I'm not making fun of you, but this is funny, okay? We can laugh together at this, okay? Uh, That freaked me out, and while freaking out, I thought of breaking things off with her if the tingling turned out to be nothing. Okay, I got tested, but the tests uh, in February, March of 2016 were negative, and the doctor said it was all in my head. If your crotch tingles, might be in your head. Okay, gotcha. 
We kept seeing each other, but did not have sex because I wanted to be closer to her emotionally. No, wrong, bad dog. <laughs> In the beginning, uh, I didn't enjoy making out with her because I didn't feel connected with her and because she just felt like a body. Again, this is not your problem, this is not a connection problem, or this is not her problem, this is not a connection problem, this is a compartmentalization problem. You have taken your sexuality, you've put it in a box that you only open up when you're by yourself and your parents aren't home and you turn on your computer and you got some Vaseline or you know whatever in a box of tissues. Honestly, that's what you've done. And that is not, that's a very small box, right? You don't want to come across as a demasculated, uh, you know, depolarized, non-masculine male. You want to come across as uh, the opposite of that. You want to let that thing out of the box, right? I'm not, that doesn't, you, you don't have to be afraid of it, right? It's not going to take you over. You're not going to suddenly become laser shoot Larry and start hollering at girls and become a rapist. You can, <laughs> you can integrate this and be healthy and be okay. You don't have to keep this shit in a box, okay? This is what you've done. I'm just letting you know, right? So, you know, plenty of people in your situation, but you got to understand this. If this is what you've done. All right. So let's talk about what happened next here. So, do, do, do. Okay. Uh, so we kept seeing each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't feel connected to her and because she just felt like a body and because the tingling I was having continued. Okay, this is fun. Um, she suggested that it might be a latex allergy. I set up an appointment with the dermatologist. A two to three month wait time in my location unless it's an emergency. Dude, this is a fucking emergency. I would have called up the dermatologist and I would have been like, I, I can't have sex with this girl. I'm not going to wait two to three months. You got to see me now, doc. My, my wee wee is tingling. <laughs> That's an emergency, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, uh, I, I now realize that I did not communicate my desire to slow things down and see what the doc said. You kind of did, bud. Like, I mean, I'm surprised that she's dealing with this at this point. I would, I would expect she would be like, yeah, let's just be friends, dude. Or like, you know, would have blown you off at this point. But, you know, she must have been really into you because she was sticking with you for this time. Or she couldn't figure you out. Sometimes if you're a mystery, that can buy you some time. And you must have been a mystery here. She must have not. Maybe she was like, oh, is he not into me? Is he making up excuses about a, a tingling weenie or whatever? Anyway. Okay, so he says, my therapist told me she was very patient and told me to ask if she loved me. Holy crap, your therapist is a dumbass. He, he, he told you to ask her if she loves you? That, as soon as I read this, by the way, I was like, okay, I know what's coming next. You should, don't ever do that. That is very bad. Anyway, I asked and she said she felt something, but sex was missing. There you go. Again, right? She told you, she gave you an answer that most women, frankly, would not give you, right? She, she basically told you, look, I was looking for a lion. You are a declawed pussycat. I want a lion. Right? She basically told you that in no uncertain terms. So under, realize this. Like most women are not going to tell you this, right? But you have to understand that this is the case. Your reality is not the reality, what you want reality to be. She wants a tiger. You got to be a tiger. You're capable. You're capable of being one. Stop being a declawed pussycat. Okay? Anyway. 
she went out of town for a few weeks and when she came back she told me that she just wants to be friends and that she does not love me. Saw that one coming. If you, your therapist really screwed that one up, but you know, I'm not a therapist. Whatever, whatever. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is not therapeutic advice. This is just me having fun, you know, for, for legal purposes or whatever. Do not, you know, control your, you know, control your therapist. Don't, don't take my word for it. Just, I'm just a guy reading an email and making comments on it. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So anyway, she said that she was sexually frustrated and had no more desire for me end of July and doesn't see why she should wait if she does not love me. Okay, there you go. Again, pussycat, uh, declawed pussycat. After the conversation, we hugged each other and she told me to call her if I want to do something with her. Wow, she left that door wide open. That's an into window, in, into win, into window there. Um, yeah, okay. So that's actually not a bad sign. Uh, it was, if it wasn't for the tingling, I would have made love with her. I'll read that again. I love that, that line. That's the whole reason why I'm doing this whole video is because of this one line. If it wasn't for the tingling, I would have made love with her. I was thinking about writing a book and the very first, the book would start off with, if it wasn't for the tingling, I would have made love with her. My weenie tingled like it had never tingled before. Uh, I just love that. That's just, that's great. Okay, so I gotta read it one more time. If it wasn't for the tingling, I would have made love with her. As my luck would have it, my appointment with the dermatologist was a few days after she broke things off. When I saw the doctor, he told me there was nothing wrong with me and I was just stressed. There you go. Okay, I like this woman. She's a good person. And I would like to have more people like her in my life. That's good, totally. Again, I'm not trying to make fun of you, dude. I'm just trying to help you. Um, I'm conflicted about the herpes. Doctor said that I should use a condom, stop worrying and get on with my life. <laughs> I like that doctor. I like. The, I think your doctor should be your therapist and your maybe your therapist should be your doctor or something like that. Maybe fire the therapist and then just go over to the doctor and ask him for life advice because he seems to have it figured out a little bit better than the therapist asking you to ask a girl if she loves you. Holy shit, what the, I can't even imagine that. Okay, maybe it's my lack of experience and fear talking. I want to tell her that I am not interested in just being friends with her and that if she changes her mind, she should reach out to me. No, no, nope, nope, don't do that, don't do that. If you wanna tell her you're not interested in just being friends with her, show her. <laughs> And don't leave the option, if you change your mind, get in contact with me. No, remember what I said about being a pussycat, the clawed pussycat versus a tiger? Now's the tiger time. If you wanna salvage this, you probably can't. I'm telling you right now, you probably can't. You're in the LJBF zone. You're, you're probably pretty far into there with a tingly weenie. I mean, honestly, this is pretty, pretty far in that, that zone. But if you want any chance, you're gonna to have to turn on tiger mode, right? And this means that you're gonna show her what you, what kind of man you are, and not say, "Well, call me if you, if you, if you're interested." Ah, uh, right? Okay. So <clears throat> I'm also concerned about the psychosomatic tingling I experienced. <laughs> I. <laughs> Yeah, I would be. I mean, I don't know if you need to be overly concerned about this, dude. Just fucking forget about it. Just lay off this shit. I mean, just... 
Wow, I actually made a video so long that it actually like terminated automatically. <laughs> My editor is gonna freaking kill me. But okay, we're almost at the end here, promise. This is a long ass video. I, okay, so anyway, um, do do do. I okay, so I'm also concerned about the psychosomatic tingling experience. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, just chill out. Stop stressing about stuff that's not important. My therapist says it is me self-sabotaging myself due to my fear of intimacy. Okay, so the therapist has managed to grasp the obvious. <laughs> I still think your doctor would probably have something better to say. Maybe go and see what he has to say. Uh, I think he'll tell you to man the fuck up. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, that's probably what's going on, right? Honestly, like, yeah. So how are you getting it over this? I don't know. Hopefully what I've said so far might help you already. Uh, another part of me is thinking that this is a warning to me, but there are people who have relationships with people who have herpes and never get it. Okay, I see what you're, what you're saying now. I'm trying to make sure that my fear is not holding me back. The thing is that one-fourth of all women have genital herpes. I don't know if that statistic is quite right. Uh, but it's probably maybe 10% or something like that. Uh, could you please provide some clarity? Thanks, Seeking Hope. And he includes a link about some facts about herpes. Beautiful. So, all right. I've kind of given you advice throughout this email. Um, I, I do have to say that I love that line. If it wasn't for the tingling, I would have made love with her. That's just, that's just awesome. But, but anyway, okay. So what should you do at this point? The things I've told you already about the compartmentalization, right? Um, I'm gonna give you a prescription. Again, I'm not a therapist, I'm just some dude on the internet that doesn't know jack shit that is gonna give you some thoughts that is not advice, <laughs> okay? And this is what I would do, is I would tackle, you're, you're no longer allowed to look at porn at all. Like you're gonna have to quit this shit cold turkey because you have compartmentalized your sexuality into this little box, like I said. And so you need to just, bam, get off of that. Uh, watch the, the video I did on porn and masturbation. See if that will help you. Uh, there's also another video I did about overcoming addictions, which you can check out here. You're addicted to that. Uh, get off of that, right? No crutches. No crutches, you're gonna to have to go without a net. No safety net here, okay? Second thing, you have a worldview where not, not only compartmentalized, but where you think that there is just one, you're looking for the one, looking for the perfect girl, looking for the super nice girl, looking for that you can be the one guy. It's so different from all the other guys and just be the one. You're not the one. You're not different from the other guys. And I can tell you why I know this is because that's why I'm making this video. Is because there's uh, you know a thousand guys that are gonna watch this video, and they're gonna be just like you. Okay. Don't mean this to insult you, but you need to get this through your head and realize that 
that the, this, this, you have a false sense of reality, right? Again, I, I point a lot of people to this video, but watch the video on why you, you'll always be alone. So you can understand that you need to get rid of this fantasy of this romantic, perfect life where you have the soulmate and you're the one and you have unconditional love. It's just not going to happen, okay? It doesn't mean you can't have a good life. It doesn't mean you can't have a good relationship. It doesn't mean you can't get married. It doesn't mean you can't have kids. It doesn't mean you can't have a great love life and really be in love with someone and for them to be really in love with you. It's just the way that you want it to happen and the way how perfectly you want it to happen is never going to happen, right? And, and it's certainly not gonna happen in the way that you have done it so that it's totally compartmentalized where you're like, okay, I want this really good, hot, nice wife that I'm not gonna view her as hot. She's just nice and she's pure and clean and all this and then when when we're, everything is all good and we're in this super tight relationship and we're like just close like this, then we're gonna have wild animal sex. <laughs> you can see how ridiculous that is, right? It's just not gonna happen that way, right? You, you've gotta have a blend, a mix of these things from the beginning, right? Otherwise, none of this is gonna work. It's just not, okay? So, I gave you assignment one, which was cut the porn, Cut that out. Done. You're done. You're done. No crutches. Second, in order to cure this other thing that I was just talking about, about this one-itis and this, this idea, you are going to not try and find one girl to date. You're going to try and find five girls to date. You've already figured out how to do this, so you're already further along than a lot of guys that are watching this video because you watched what's his name, uh, Corey's stuff, and he gave you some advice and you followed that advice and you're able to actually ask a girl out on a date and look at that, you had a, had a girlfriend. If not for a tingly penis, you would have actually scored. You would not have been a 31 year old virgin. Again, not making fun of you, but you know, let's, let's face the facts here. So, you've had success. You know that it's a numbers game at this point. You know that you can have success. You're way ahead of most uh, most people that are in this situation, honestly, because they don't even have the balls to do that. They haven't even proven this. So your goal is to like get five girlfriends. <laughs> and I don't mean like be like a sleaze bag. I just mean have a non-monogamous uh, relationships for a while and have some girls that you are seeing. This is going to cure you. It's going to give you some comparisons. It's going to open up your eyes a little bit and give you some experience that is going to help you to make judgments and to not uh, not compartmentalize and to to get over this, right? That's going to be the, the healthiest thing for you to do. And I think you can do it as those. I wouldn't, wouldn't give you that assignment, but that's it. I think if you just do those two things, honestly, I think that's going to take you 90% of the way. Keep doing the self-help stuff that you're doing. Keep doing the kind of, you know, the, listening to the type of stuff from Rolo and that, that I'm producing and, and maybe even Corey, right? And that's going to help you, of course, as well, and keep improving yourself. That's all good stuff. But you know, if you, I think if you add those two things, that's going to give you the result that you're you're looking for. I think that's going to take you most of the way. It's going to take some time, right? But you know, rem remember, like you have to swallow this pill. <laughs> you you have to change this mindset because you, it's just your fantasy of the way that reality works is not going to happen. And this doesn't. Again, I'm going to go back to your old email and.
there's another email that uh, this guy sent where he talked about being the one and not being the one. And I'm just gonna say this, it doesn't mean that your whole life falls apart just because this fantasy that you have of a Disney storybook soulmate story doesn't exist. You can still exist in this, you, you just have a different game that you're playing than what you thought you were. You can still excel at this game. You can still master this game. It's actually a better game because this game has more opportunities and more lives. It's not just one and one shot, right? You got a lot of shots here, okay? And you can you can be a little bit less perfect in this game. So it's a good game, right? Uh, and it's a more challenging game, right? It's gonna require you to step up and be a man and stop being the declawed pussycat and be a tiger, which is what you are, alrighty? That's what you're meant to be, okay? so. Step up, play this game. Let's, uh, you know, forget about that other reality. That's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that your life is over. It doesn't mean that there's no purpose just because you're not going to get unconditional love from a female, right? Just realize that that is true and that's okay. And, and the stronger that you get in yourself and the, the stronger that you develop your own personality and are able to get what you want out of life and express yourself and be yourself, the less that you'll need that unconditional love. You feel like you need it, like a child trying to get back into the womb. It's not gonna happen. It's gone, it's done, birth is done. You're out in the world. You have to face this world, not the one that you want. And the one that you want is not as good as the, as the one that you've got, I'm telling you. You just don't know it yet. But you'll find out if you're willing to. So take the chance, embrace the new reality, embrace the real reality, and start doing what you gotta do in order to be able to survive, to be able to make your way to win this game. All right, that's all I gotta say about that. If you like this video, <laughs> if you're still here with me, congratulations. You must, you must be you know, either really interested in what I have to say or, or this must be hitting you square. So that means that you need to take some action too. Uh, and another thing that you can do while you're taking action is you can hit subscribe if you like this video. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.